This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 24th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, following last week's sprint with Stretch Zone CEO Tony Zaccario, an amazing rising star in franchising, I thought we'd throttle back the pace a bit this week as I chat with Brandon Ezra, founder and CEO of Grand Welcome. That said, Grand Welcome itself is a fast-growing franchise system, leveraging the highly fractured $81 billion short-term vacation rental market. With 738 properties nationwide and sales projected at $48 million, Grand Welcome expects to nearly double their 2021 sales of $25 million in 2022. Entrepreneur Magazine has named Grand Welcome a 2022 top new and emerging franchise concept. As travel continues to tick up in this post-COVID era, Grand Welcome is perfectly poised to continue its upward trend as well. To further meet that demand, the company has launched a Tier 1 franchise program which focuses on addressing smaller, quaint destinations and properties often ignored by others in the industry. The integration of their proprietary software, their marketing, and concierge level of overall operations sets Grand Welcome well apart from any competition. I'm back in two minutes or less with Grand Welcome founder and CEO, Brandon Ezra. Don't go away. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, franchisors of restaurants, bars, grills, and taverns, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. Atmosphere TV wants to help you cut costs on overpriced cable TV for your business and either replace it completely or partially if sports programming is essential at your locations. What Atmosphere TV provides are 100% free programming options with more than 50 channels of highly engaging and entertaining programming that is audio optional and guaranteed to please your customers and even increase their average ticket per visit. So here's how it works. Atmosphere hooks you up with an Apple TV HD receiver loaded with more than 50 channels of fully licensed, no cost to you, fun and lifestyle programming. These channels include Chive and Red Bull TV. TV, bloopers, superhuman feats, and an array of viewing options that don't require sound to be enjoyed. And this offer is not just limited to restaurants or bars. No, any business with a TV screen in its waiting room can benefit from Atmosphere's free programming offer as well. So what are you waiting for? Cut the cord on overpriced cable and get Atmosphere TV with its 100% free, engaging, and entertaining programming options. Keep your guests happy while they wait to see you. Instead of watching the clock and their wait times, chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto repair shops, anyone with TVs in your waiting rooms, jump onto this amazing offer today. And if you text the word FRANCHISE to 474747, Atmosphere will waive the $100 setup fee for the Apple TV HD receiver that they'll ship to you as well at no cost. Atmosphere TV, changing the way businesses view television. Find them online at atmosphere.tv and remember it. 
text FRANCHISE to 474747 for the no-charge Apple receiver. Cut the cord and get rid of cable today with Atmosphere TV. Brandon Ezra is a humble guy who likes to fish, ski, surf, and travel. His love for the outdoors turned a small investment into a multi-million dollar property management company with vacation homes located throughout California, Colorado, Hawaii, Idaho, and Nevada. Brandon started Grand Welcome with a handful of condominiums in Mammoth Lakes and grew his property management company to be one of the largest in that destination. That was the start of a larger vision and the umbrella growth of Grand Welcome. Brandon's story began typical of most mom and pops entering the vacation rental business. No support and little training. But unlike typical small rental property business owners with fewer than 25 properties, Brandon had the tenacity to expand and work through the constantly evolving technology, the market trends, and business growing pains that haunt most first-time business owners. He began designing and developing user-friendly systems that were easily translated to anyone with a desire to expand their existing business or to those completely new to the industry. Brandon Ezra, welcome to Franchise Today. Thanks, Stan. Appreciate the invite. Great to be here. I'm looking forward to this conversation today, Brandon, because I'm a vacationer and I want to learn more and more about opportunities for me to benefit from services like Grand Welcome. And we're going to take a dive into all of that today, but we'll start first the way we always do. And we'll ask you to help the audience learn where and when did the franchising bug bite you? Well, my goal's always been to offer a very high quality vacation rental experience to vacationers like yourself. And I knew in order to do that on a wide scale, nationwide and internationally as well, that franchising was the best vehicle to do it. So I looked into franchising in the vacation business about 12, 13 years ago, and really it just was not possible. Airbnb and Verbo didn't really exist. So even if my, my franchisees, large inventory of properties that they were managing, there was really nowhere to book it. So I moved on and I started acquiring companies and learned the business quite a lot over many years. This has been about 20 years now for me in the same industry. And around about 2015, I decided to start expanding the brand from one location to multiple locations. And I started acquiring many companies. And the acquisition strategy was good. We acquired some great companies and locations, but ultimately it wasn't it wasn't going to accomplish the goal of, of building a, a really strong national brand because for you know for many reasons. And I revisited franchising again 12 years later. And back when I looked at it 12 years later, um, which was about in 2018, 19, everything had, had lined up. The big problem I had with Airbnb and Verbo and getting bookings for these for the properties was solved. And then I got really excited. And so, yeah, so I guess the franchising bug for me, shoot, must have been I'm at least 12, 13, 14 years into that, albeit only about two and a half years into actually being a franchisor. So Brandon, when you got the idea of franchising, what did you do to get your head around learning about franchising and the intricacies that come with that business model as a way to go to market? So it's a great question. I mean, I met 
met with and hired ultimately probably every franchise consulting group in the industry. I, I think you know the you whole missed me. I missed you, and, <laughs> which was obviously obviously a, in hindsight being twenty twenty was a mistake, right? <laughs> and so I just got as much information as I could. I just did a lot of reading, spoke to a lot of really smart people. Just anyone who knew anything about franchising, whether I had to pay for the information or I could just talk to them. I did as much of that as I could. I started attending all the shows, and I started to use that information to start building a franchise franchise system based on what I knew about the vacation rental industry and being a vacation rental manager. And uh, yeah, and that took about a year or a year and a half, I'd say, and ultimately came up with um, the system that we currently are using today. Obviously, there's always iterations and improvements, but fundamentally speaking, that, that's the same system that I came up with at the end of that process. So talk about the process. Talk about what it is that is the unique value proposition of your concept. When I go booking for vacation, you call that Verbo. I call them VRBO, but that's my go-to source for a week-long, two-week-long trips that I'm going to make and to get into a nice condo or something where I want to be. And why would I want to come here? And what's the delta between what I think is the greatest in the world, which I love, versus what I haven't yet discovered in a concept like yours? Yeah, so you're, you're asking the question as a vacation as a guest of the property and what you would get from a grand welcome franchisee who manages these properties is just a very high quality of service so our average online rating is about a 4.6 out of 5 and for a larger uh, accommodation type business it's an extremely high rating Uh, that's because we have really great processes in place we've got incredible franchise partners the very best in my opinion just very talented people that care about the properties, most of them live locally in the areas. And that produces a great experience for the guest like yourself, where you can arrive at a property and things are simply done correctly. And hey, like, you know, there's always problems. You, you can arrive at a property and no matter how well it's looked after, there can be issues. Uh, and that's where Grand Welcome helps to come in, where we help provide 24-7 guest services that our franchisees can opt in for. And we make sure that any guest challenge is dealt with immediately into the highest possible standard. End result is whatever happens during your trip, you should leave very happy. So my experience as a vacationer is is one of three or four buckets that I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I look at the franchisee, the franchisor, the vacationer, property managers. So I'm hearing here is, is that if I booked through Grand Welcome, I'm dealing with a franchisee who probably owns the property or just manages the property that I'm staying at, or could it be both? Well, first of all, you can book through Airbnb, VRBO, Booking.com, Expedia, Orbitz. Really, you can book through any platform that offers short-term rentals just about anywhere in the world. And all our properties are there to be booked. So you don't have to book just on our website. You can book anywhere and our properties are are there to be booked by you as the guest. Um, so yeah, so Really, we're, we're pretty widespread. So then what the franchise concept is, is not really a booking service. It's a property management service and a property management system. Is that more accurately describing what it is you do? Yeah, that'd be accurate. And if I want to f- just further that a little bit, it's a, it's a short-term management and rental service where our franchisees exclusively manage properties that want to be rented on a short-term basis and they will 
Grand Welcome as a franchisor actually will produce all the revenue, all the bookings, and maintain all the technology and help with guest services and even finding properties for our franchisees. And the franchisees, of course, locally will maintain the quality of the property and help out with the owner's services and do all the local processes that are required. So I would guess, I mean, I know that I deal with some local property management offices that I've gotten acquainted with through VRBO. And like, I go after a steady diet of vacationing on a Amelia Island in Florida. And so I know there are some property management companies there, but I'm guessing that some of those property management companies are the exception to the rule and that it would seem to me that this is an extremely fractured business, that this is a lot like a man in a van in service businesses without a great deal of organizational structure around it. Would I be accurate in that assumption? You'd be dead accurate. That's a great way to look at the industry. Highly fragmented industry, uh, mom and pop industry. I mean, there are a couple big managers out there, but they're a total combination of properties or, or, or volume of properties rather equal a very small percentage of the number of properties available to be rented. So a lot of opportunity. So even for those offices that are a bit more sophisticated than say just the onesie twosies that have up to 10 properties of that many, what's the value proposition and the economies of scale that you bring to somebody who thinks, all right, I've got a pretty good organization. You know, I've got 20 or 30 properties and I've got a team of people. How do you bring the franchise opportunity to those people? And what is it that you are filling in for them? that they probably not be able to achieve on their own? Well, first of all, most of our Aussies right now, a large portion of them are starting from scratch. They actually don't know anything about the industry for the most part, and they don't have an inventory. And a lot of them are growing very quickly, I mean, remarkably quick. And then there are a few people that have come in with an inventory. And so for those people, what we can offer them is um, an enormous amount of back-end operational support, technology, reservations, onboarding their properties into all these systems and maintaining them, optional guest services, 24-7 guest services, optional property sales, which is where we help sign up new property owners for them. And, you know, these are all the things as me being a, an independent operator many years ago were, were a problem for me to grow. So from experience, I know what the difficulties are and what the pain points are. And so I built the system around alleviating those pain points and allowing our franchisees to scale as much as possible and simply not have to worry about that stuff. And in many cases they have. We've got one of our locations grew from zero properties to about 100 properties in less than 120 days days, which is unusual and spectacular, but really, you know, a large part of that has to do with the fact that there's many things they just don't have to concern themselves with. Do you face any type of regulation or licensing that are in real estate issues anywhere in the country, or does this kind of slide under that radar? No, there's certain states and locations and counties and cities that have requirements. Uh, as long as you meet the requirements and you're a professional organization, it shouldn't be a problem. And our systems are set up to handle all this. So we, we have a lot of automation built into our technology and as long as you understand what it is going in and you set yourself up correctly, then it just gets added to the process. We're talking today with Brandon Ezra, CEO of Grand Welcome, the luxury vacation rental specialist. We're going to take a quick break right here and we'll be right back to talk some more about this niche in the world of short-term vacation rentals. You're listening to Franchise Today and we'll be right back. Franchise Today, we'll be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. 
We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. And my conversation continues today with Brandon Ezra, CEO of the Grand Welcome Luxury Vacation Rentals. And Brandon, I'm curious if I'm you and I'm out there and looking for franchisees, what's the profile of somebody that would really fit well into a business like this, given that you've already mentioned on the other side of the break that most of your franchisees don't come from a property management or a real estate background. So where would they come from? We've actually got more than 50% of our franchisees are ex-service. And obviously, we, we thank them for their service and their, their, their wonderful partners to work with. But that's certainly not required. I mean, anyone that has a hunger and an intention to grow an organization for themselves is collaborative, highly collaborative, and is looking for the help to do it, would be someone that would work for us. You know, a lot of hard work and a lot of collaboration get some pretty amazing things done. And that's really a, the main criteria. You know, having sales experience, sure, that can be a benefit, but then also having operational experience is great as well, because you need both of those things to run a business. So really for us, it's more of an individual, it's more of an individual assessment. And as long as the people we're working with are honest, collaborative and ambitious, then we are very interested in working with them. What's a day in the life of one of your franchisees look like? A day in the life would be logging into their software system that we supply them in the morning, just take a look at their bookings. And the activity for the day, getting up, I'm sure having a cup of coffee, <laughs> um, and uh, and jumping into communicating with vendors, cleaning vendors and maintenance vendors, getting things moving along for the day. Afterwards, working on sales, talking with property owners, looking to sign up new properties. And that's predominantly what the day looks like. As I mentioned before, technology is not their challenge. They don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about getting bookings for the properties. We handle all of that. They don't, optionally speaking, they don't have to worry about guest services, at least the guest services that can be accomplished on the phone. And we'll also help with sales to a large degree. So that'd be an average day. And the franchisees are or are not investors. Are there some that actually buy and own properties that they are managing as well? Or is that not part of the business offering? It's not a part of what we offer, but certainly if they have vacation or so rather short-term rental properties they want to put into their system, they can. We do not collect royalties on those. So our goal is to support our franchisee partners. And one of the ways in which we do that is we certainly do not uh, penalize them for putting their personal properties into the into their system. So they are buying territory as a franchisee that's probably zip code or 
county. I don't know how you do what you do in terms of mapping, but they have a protected territory that is theirs to work with property management relationships with owners and vendors and real estate people, or people can book anywhere in the country through the services, the booking services. That's the part I had a hard time getting my head around. Sure. Is- Happy to clarify. So the territory can be defined in any way, right? It can be city, county, it can just be a drawn on a map depending on where the, the short-term rental location should be and then so, and it's an exclusive territory of course so what everything with inside those those boundaries only belong to that franchisee period through our company and then secondly um, once the properties are signed up and we put them into our software the, our software will distribute those properties right across the globe everywhere and then people can book those properties through all these different platforms go on to orbit so they can go on to verbo or airbnb and a whole bunch of other different places. We actually partnered with Wyndham as well. And we're, we're a part of the Wyndham system, which is a very difficult system to get into. And so, yeah, it's, it's pretty automated. It's actually kind of kind of neat how it works. Very, uh, very well put together. So when I look on a map at my hometown and see all of Atlanta sold out in Blue Ridge, Georgia, which I'm sure is a great, great opportunity for short-term rentals. How many franchisees does that represent? Atlanta right now, we have one franchisee, which has a, a piece of Atlanta. There are still, are still portions of Atlanta available moving forward. And then Blue Ridge, uh, I believe that's also one franchisee, but it's made up of three territories. So we have one franchisee, Stephen Brown, who actually won franchisee of the year last year with the IFA, which was kind of cool, first year in business. And he's grown very quickly. So he bought one territory in Nashville. He purchased Austin from us, from corporate. And then he bought three more territories. So that's pretty much a, a passive investment is what it sounds like to me, that you don't need to be in your territory every day. Well, uh, you'd have to make investment into um, into the people required to run the territories. Right. And like any other business that has multiple locations, it's more complex and you'd have to really make sure you can you can manage it remotely. But, uh, you know, you don't have to be there all the time. You can you can parachute in, do what you've got to do and, and kind of get out. As long as the staffing you have locally are well-trained and capable, you'll, you'll be in good shape. What about staffing, Brandon? How has the post-pandemic disappearance of labor in, in the workforce impacted your business, if any? Tougher to find people to do really cleaning and maintenance mainly. Prices have gone up. The, the, the charge per hour for these these folks have gone up. And they're all very talented people. And we certainly want to support them as much as we can. But it's certainly been a bit more difficult. But Stan, if you focus on quality and you build an organization that has a strong foundation, you attract great people. And we attract great people. So it hasn't been a huge problem for us. People want to work here. We have an exceptionally low turnover rate with our associates and we treat people well and we're honest with them and we're transparent. Over time, that builds up a good culture and a good culture will help companies get through tough times. Speaking of tough times with a recession pending, how does that economy impact your business? There are certain sectors that even in rough times are a little bit immune to this kind of recession or an inflationary economy, especially when you're in high end. Does it go flat for you at all or do you kind of push right through? 
Interestingly enough, so a couple thoughts on that. Uh, the first one would be people really like to vacation. And so I started my first area, I purchased my first company rather, back in 2007, late 2007. And I'm sure you know what happened just after that. Huh. Uh, we all know that. We all know that. And we, we always did well. And, you know, I never lost money. I made money every year I was in business. Seven, 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12. And as we progressed, and all that happened is people just, you know, spent a little less or maybe didn't come for as long. But our revenue didn't grow up a whole lot. So I've been through that with not a crazy amount of impact to the business at the time. I think what you'll see is a little softening of the revenue. The revenue should go down a bit. But I don't predict, at least as far as what we do, anything catastrophic or anything even close to that. I think it's just going to be get a little soft, perhaps, you know, you get a little bit more creative in how you produce the revenue. And, and as long as you're responsive to the environment, I don't see any real problem for us moving forward. What about some tips for people that are not necessarily in your space, but emerging franchisors who are the audience for the podcast? As a rising star of franchising, you're doing certain things much better than others that may be in the same stage of growth that you're in. What are some of those things that are just non-negotiable as you see them that any franchisor of any concept would be wise to take heed of and to maybe pick up a tip or two from somebody like you who is growing his business on a solid foundation and doing it quite well? I'd say the first thing is you've got to write yourself a really comprehensive business plan. There cannot be any gaps or any gray areas. So as best you can out the gate, you should really fully vet out your system and what it's going to do for people and how you're going to support it. Then you should translate that into your financials, into projections to understand what that means financially to you and to your franchisees. Put a lot of time into that. Speak to as many industry people as you can to get perspective because I can tell you from experience that it's a lot tougher than you think it is. Some people, I think, maybe even myself, I'd say, kind of looked at franchising as maybe pushing the easy button, so to speak, as opposed to growing a large corporate type of um, enterprise and it's certainly not that right uh, lean on as many uh, experienced and tenured franchisors as you can possibly talk with and have support you so yeah i think that would be my my advice and if it doesn't feel right or the numbers don't stack up or your business model doesn't work just don't do it because it's probably going to be tougher than you think so on paper at least on paper it should look pretty good do you recommend any books that would be taken from your personal library that you would share out with franchisors to be certain that they've checked the buckets on reading those? The book I'd recommend highly, which is not necessarily franchise specific, but many franchisors use the system to run their business, and it's called EOS. The book is called Traction. It's by Gino Wickman. Know the book well. Yeah. And I certainly agree with you that that is a must read. It's a must read, and maybe more importantly, a must implement. Implement that into your company and the technology tools that help support that. And, and then what it does is it helps run the actual business process for you, now, regardless of the business you're in, but it does lend itself very well to franchising. And that's been a big deal for us. We're coming around the final turn here, Brandon, before we get to the place where I ask for contact info for others to be able to find you again. Are there any questions that you wished I might have asked and didn't? I think your questions have been great. Where we think we're going to go as a company and why and how, I'd be happy to answer that if, if you'd like to know the answer to that. Fire away. Okay, great. So the goal for the business, the system is always to, is to be an international brand, to offer the, the high quality we currently offer in as many locations as possible. We initially had a three-tier system, which, which probably got us about 50% of the locations in the U.S., 
based upon the size of the territory. But our vision for the company is is to grow an international brand worldwide. And we created an additional tier, which are for very, very small communities. Communities that have 100 little properties and someone can have a nice little local business. These communities are generally looked over by most companies, and we have not done that. So we're very, very dedicated to our vision, and we created an additional tier that allows a small location to pay us a very small amount of money and actually create a business to help support their community. So that's just setting the foundation for where we're going. And with with that strategy in place, we expect there's anywhere from five to 700 locations in the U.S. we could help support through short-term rentals and franchising. We expect to be in Canada and Mexico next year, and then obviously go international, I'd say the year after that. But we're heavily focused on supporting short-term rental communities. It's a big part of how we operate, and that's uh, one of the reasons we, you know, ultimately we do what we do. Well, Brandon, how about some contact info so others can find you and learn more and perhaps come to a discovery day? Yeah, absolutely. Well, great. So contact info for myself personally would be, a phone number is 818-672-5096. And then if you'd like to jump right into the franchise process, 1-888-870-0102. Or maybe the easiest way of all is just go to grandwelcomefranchise.com. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure learning about your business and at least getting my head straight now and understanding what a cottage industry it is that you're building. And I wish you nothing but the best and look forward to keeping an eye on your progress and getting back in touch with my good friend, Kevin Drudge, who's probably going to help make you and himself just a little bit of money helping others do the same. Brandon Ezra, CEO of Grand Welcome. Thanks for being here with us on Franchise Today. That's a privilege, Dan. I appreciate the time. All the best, my man. Thank you very much. Well, that's a wrap for this week. Next week, we're joined by another fave of mine when another Broken Egg president and CEO Paul Macaluso stops by. So join us then right here on Franchise Today. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.